Hey, welcome to Blonde Moments Podcast. <laughs> I'm Melinda Collins. I'm Gina Vogie. And we are here to entertain you. Another week, another load of shit. Y'all are not going to be mad at us, but it's no true crime today. Because I was a slacker, forgot it was true crime, had my stories all ready to go. So we're going to do a mixed bag of nuts today. Which is fine because we always have so much to share in the mixed bag of nuts. We are overdue. Mm-hmm. We'll get back to true crime next week. So I want to start off, though, talking about the watermelon. <laughs> watermelon sugar. Hi. <laughs> watermelon mustard. No. <laughs> That's cute. Nobody liked the idea of uh, mustard on watermelon, but we did get a request from our boy Chico that he would like us to try it with a reaction video, and Mm. I think that that would be fun. So next week when we record, we will have our watermelon mustard ready so that we can try it. What was the percentage? It was like a lot. 89%. Said said no. no. One listener, Neil, said, who the hell is this psychopath who likes mustard (laughs) on watermelon? (laughs) I mean, I'm really, I'm interested to try it. Another listener, Jackie, said, I tried it. It's awful. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh. Well, that's not a good sign then. So we'll see. You know what? I'm here. We're going to try it. But do we have to use French's yellow mustard? Yep. Yep. We do. God. (laughs) This is so awful. You're so funny. (laughs) I guess I'll get that scary ass barrel bottle of fucking French's mustard. I will have it all taken care of. You don't even have to have it ever that you purchased it in your name. Thank God. It'll be. Can I like sneak in my Annie's mustard and put it? No, for your second, your second. Yeah, I was just gonna say that we could do a taste test and see if the Annie's is better. Then well, that's what I said last time. We can have like your horseradish mustard, your beer mustard, mm-hmm. your French's, your Annie's. So I'm gonna make you do a blind taste test of the French's mustard and Annie's mustard the same day and see if you can tell the difference. I should do it to you, okay? Because I don't have my sense of taste or smell. I back, do, so. so it won't be correct. Well, so we will try it. You know what? We could be surprised. We could be total fucking psychopaths and really like it. You know, maybe there's no other way to Mm -hmm. ever eat watermelon again. Well, I found this thing on the internet called a meat patch. A meat patch. Yes. Okay. What do you think it is? (sighs) Man, you just never fucking know on the internet. (laughs) I'm going to say it's a patch that keeps your cravings for meat away. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm right. (laughs) Yeah. It is a patch that you wear to trick your brain into thinking that it's eating bacon. So very, very good, Gina. Wow. You got the Brains Award today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We need like a sound effect of like. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. (laughs) Winner, winner. But it's for people who want to eat less meat and have a hard time doing it. I would be one of those. I thoroughly am a carnivore. They considered it similar to caffeine and nicotine patches. It doesn't actually release bacon into your bloodstream. Whoever thinks that. 
I'm scared for you. Wait, so what does it release in your bloodstream then? I don't think it releases anything into your bloodstream. What I think it works with is your sense of smell and taste. So it uses kind of like a scratch and sniff technology. So you like put it on your arm and like scratch and sniff it when you want some meat? Yeah. So when you're eating like (laughs) vegetables, you can get that bacon smell and it makes you think that you're eating bacon. I mean, there's something out there for everybody, isn't there? <laughs> a scratch and sniff bacon patch on your arm. Um, Don't need bacon bits. Just eat your salad and continually sniff your arm. <laughs> <laughs> you're like out at a restaurant and you're just... Right. And you're like, what the... She got stinky armpits or what's up with that girl? You, you go out and get some scrambled eggs. Don't order the bacon. Just eat your eggs and sniff the yeah. patch on your hand. <laughs> hey, maybe they're onto something here. Probably. I mean, is there that much calories in bacon? I don't think there is. Maybe fat, but. I don't think it's mostly about that. I think it's just trying to keep down how many animals are eaten a rear, honestly. I guess. I honestly do not eat a lot of red meat, and this may come as a shock to you, but I am very particular about the type of red meat I eat. Like, it has has to be grass-fed, you know, a sustainable, organic farming, you know, like all that shit. You will never catch my ass just buying meat at fucking Target or something, you know. Target? They sell meat at Target. <laughs> it's just of all the places you can say. I don't think of going grocery it, shopping it, well, at Target. Well, that's how absurd it is to be <laughs> buying meat at Target. And listen, no offense to anyone who's out there buying meat at Target because someone out there is butthurt right now. I buy me at Target and there's nothing wrong with it. Listen, <laughs> I would personally would just, that's not the place that I would choose to buy I guess uh, I've never meat. paid attention that they, I know they have like a grocery section, but I've never paid attention. Oh, they it, do. You can buy a ribeye. I don't know about a ribeye, but they sell like meat stuff and they have like home cooked <laughs> meal kits there. Meat stuff. Meat, like I saw like meat pinwheels there once that had like, oh, you know, uh-huh. this like the peppers fillet with stuff. the bacon Yeah, in something it. inside of it. Okay. Which still I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all set. Uh-huh. I prefer a, you know, a butcher shop where they're using grass-fed, like, you know, local beef, things like that. Yeah, I know that's a shock to Yeah, people. we all can't believe that. Yeah, cannot believe that. I only one, I only buy one specific brand of chicken. But you have come a long way because when I first met you, you wouldn't even eat I meat. I didn't eat bacon at all. Yeah, not really even any meat. And not, and that's, I still don't eat a ton of red meat. And there's only one type, one brand of bacon that I will eat. And that is the only pig that I eat. I don't eat like pork chops or yummy nothing the only type of pig i will eat is bacon and it has to be applegate organic sunday uncured bacon maybe we'll get sponsored from them someday because you've mentioned them a few times Mm -hmm, because it's delicious and the only way to make it is to bake it fight me on this you don't fry it in a pan you bake it in the oven with that particular bacon or all bacon? Any bacon. Oh, no. See, I like mine almost burnt, extra crispy. You can do that in the oven, baking it. It ain't the same. Yeah. Oh, it's better. It is not. We will argue about this. <laughs> you can bake yours in the oven. <laughs> I'll fry mine on the pan. Bacon, bacon. You remember that thing? Bacon pancakes. Making bacon pancakes. Bacon pancakes. <laughs> no, I do not know what You've that never is. seen that with the little guy from Adventure Time? I don't even know what Adventure Time is. Oh, my. 
my gosh. Well, that's right. You're not a stoner. So, of course, you wouldn't know what Adventure Time is. It's one of these cartoons. (laughs) How dare I? (laughs) (laughs) I could eat an edible and watch Adventure Time for hours. Like, it's just one of those cartoons on Cartoon Network that is, it's weird as shit, but it's pretty funny. But he's one of the little characters, and it's like a whole little thing where he's like, making pancakes, making bacon. You know what? You're looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm just trying to like dig into my brain to remember if I've ever seen this. Okay, I have seen this before. Bacon pancakes. So I'm supposed to be high when I watch this show. Adventure time? For sure. So is it not as good if you're not high? Not at all. Okay. You can get very lost in adventure time. (laughs) And just not even know that time is passing and watch these weird ep- – they're so weird. Hmm. But they're really good, so. Maybe I'll have to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. You should. But not until you eat an edible. Just I, I have I have big plans for the day I finally eat an edible. I have so much to do that day. I have one in my purse in my car right now. <laughs> Today is not the day for me Let's to start. do it. <laughs> I think it's just like a 60 milligram one. We could split it 30 each. We good to go. Not today. (laughs) I have way too much to go on today. Eh, Put it all to the side. We're just going to get high and watch cartoons. I I would just like a high where I could just fall asleep and sleep for eight hours straight with edibles. Uninterrupted. Mm -hmm. You called me the other morning. You're like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I just slept in. Now I'm having my coffee and taking my time getting in here like, oh. I was like, what's sleeping? What does that mean? <laughs> you were like, that sounds heavenly. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Someday you will. The older your kids get, the easier it gets as far as that. Other I also go to the harder. gym early in the morning, too, so that's part of it. Mm-hmm. So, well, not early in the morning. It's not like I'm there at 5 a.m., so my alarm still goes off even for that. Right. Someday. I'm enjoying the baby stage. Enjoy it while it lasts, because someday he, they'll be teenagers. He is a good sleeper. I can't complain. Well, I found a rather weird... What are you looking at? <laughs> are you high right now? <laughs> I could be. You never know. <laughs> uh, a very strange fashion trend. Oh. I'm not sure how I feel. Well, and, and this article is from June 10th. 2021 so not that long ago no okay it's a company that sells jeans designed to make it look what do you think like you have a fupa like you wet yourself oh no why would this ever be fashionable unless you're filming (laughs) billy madison ever spilled something on your pants while out in public ever thought to yourself sure it might seem like i peed myself but my pants actually look kind of cool now i'm just gonna own this then maybe wet pants denim is for you (laughs) you ain't cool unless you pee your pants the company sells jeans designed to make it seem like you lost a battle with your bladder i don't get it Mm. and i mean it's just a dark stain that looks like you've wet your pants. I don't get it. 
wet look, dry feel, the company promises. Our jeans are designed to mimic the aesthetic of urinary incontinence without the commonly associated discomfort. Please tell me this is fake. No. There's a link to the website. The founder of Wet Pants Denim, a 20-something Manhattanite who won't share his name or company sales figures, (laughs) assures me the company's products are 100% real. And a reporter from Mel Magazine. Oh, Mel Magazine. It's my magazine. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Confirmed I actually this. I know all about this uh, pair of pants already. And you're like, it's my magazine. It's in my it's magazine. My so mm-hmm. they confirm this after ordering a pair for themselves. Believe it or not, there are people who actually do enjoy the wet look. The company's creator tells me via email, sharing this photo to prove the point. It's unclear to us if this is meant as a sexual fetish or pure shock value. Sexual fetish. Though it doesn't really matter either way, they are selling these pants. How much are they? And then there's somebody wearing the pants. It doesn't look good. (laughs) I I will tell you now, I am not behind this. Uh, Not a trend I will be wearing. Yeah. I'm not that cool. It's just, I don't know. The only way this would have to be, oh, they sell shorts too. $75. Oh my God, those ones are awful. The pea stain isn't equal. Yeah, they have blue ones. They have gray ones. That one looks like the shape of Africa. They have white. no. (laughs) White pants with yellow stain. I don't get it. I don't get this. $75? You know what, though? This is going to be another one of those things like the potato that you send in the mail. This is going to be one of those things that these people are probably millionaires for something that you're like, you can't wrap your head around. They're hand-stained jeans. Hand-stained. <laughs> individually made for each order. I just, I don't know. Nope. Hard pass for me. $75 does include shipping. Or you can send in your own pants and have them dyed in a strategic spot for less money. Oh, my God. They claim you'll have your new pants within three to five business days. Oh, my goodness. Nah. I, I... This is one fashion trend I definitely can't get along with. Nor would I send in one of my favorite pairs of jeans and be like, yo, make it look like I really pissed myself, like all the way down to my ankles. So if you have to pick one, though, would you rather wear the pea-stained pants or the fake toenails? Oh, shit. (laughs) Pea-stained pants. Really? Because with those fake toenails, you can't wear shoes even. You'd have to wear flip-flops the entire time. You want to show them off. They're the press-ons. Remember, they're not acrylic. But you're still stuck with them on for a little while. The pee pants you wear for the day, you take them off. Okay. Them toenails, you're still trying to sleep. You get get them all in the sheets. Toenails ripping off in the sheets. (laughs) Scratching holes. Yeah. Yeah. I did that once. I had like a jagged toenail. (laughs) (laughs) On Nessie? I think it was either Nessie or my big toe. And I move a lot in my sleep. I legit ripped a hole in my sheet (laughs) (laughs) with my jagged toenail. Jagged little toenail. Mm Mm-hmm. And my husband was like, what the? Yeah, that's pretty funny. I've done it with like my socks, but I feel like that's from like running. Yeah, no. not Nessie's trying to get some air. She's trying to scratch through the sheets. Let <laughs> me out of here. Maybe they just weren't good quality sheets. We'll go ahead and say sure. that. Sure. You were sleeping under <laughs> tissue paper. 
Oh my gosh. Well, this is a no for me personally. Hey, you know, there's something out there for everyone. In my honest opinion, this has to be a fetish, you know? Yeah, sure. We've learned on more than one occasion, you know, that people have really this fetish with pee. So is this one of those things that like you wear it out to the bar and it attracts other people who's into water sports? Maybe. Mm. And you're like, no, it's not real pee. But it could be. Could be later for you. If you want it to be. If you wanted it to be. See this yellow stain on my white pants? I mean... This could be yours (laughs) tonight. This could be on your chest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) I mean, think about all the pee fetishes we've heard of. Golden showers. People wanting pee in their mouth. People wanting to be peed on, defecated on. Like, people do have this weird fetish with, like, being peed and pooped on it's so weird I mean I guess if like a man that you're dating is like I really like it if you pee on me or you wear these pants I'll choose the pants I would pee on them (laughs) (laughs) I probably would too (laughs) I think it would be hard for me though like I don't know it's like if I'm around like a bunch of like women in the bathroom or something and you know I have to go and sometimes it takes me this a minute. This is a lie. You've never had any problem peeing in front of me. If it's me. just you. Okay, but we're not talking you're not like you're saying this is a pee on me orgy if you're just with one person. I don't know though. Or if I had to like pee directly in someone's mouth. That God. I think would be hard, but to just pee on somebody, yeah. I think I could do it. The only way I could <laughs> I'm going to try. <laughs> The only way I could do I would have to go like really bad where I'm like, all right, I really have to pee. So I guess this Now's is, your chance. Now's your chance. Get in the yeah. shower. Open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of things that are in your mouth, have you heard of big cum? Sure have. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I don't think it's what you think I'm talking about, but there is a man who is walking around the streets of Melbourne in a six-foot schlong costume jizzing all over the place. I mean, it has to be fake jizz. Oh, my gosh. This man has a lot of time on his hands. He made a full six-foot-tall outfit, and it's a nut sack, which is where his feet are, and then a big-ass wiener, and he's walking through the streets just spraying something out of the tip. Yeah, this... Uh, <laughs> Do you not like it? I thought you would totally love I mean, this. I like it, but the big cum I'd rather have is a different form than that. Not me. Mm-mm. It, it rem- you know what? It reminds me of those people that stand on the side of the road because he's in the street, mm-hmm. like trying to get you to come to get, do your taxes there, or by, <laughs> you know, like where they're like... Like the person dressed up like the Statue of Liberty. Yes. So what is this person trying to sell? Right. I'm like, what is he selling? He has to be selling something. If he's out on the street in this giant dick costume. Selling the jizz. Yeah. Like, what is he selling? Is he going to be starting to flip a sign around? Be like, <laughs> No, that's how he's squirting the whatever. Who whatever knows he's what this. out of it. Who knows what it's actually made of. I really actually thought you were going to thoroughly enjoy and want a costume for your husband to wear so you can snuggle up to this considering it's fluffy. Or myself. Maybe I want to wear it myself. 
walk around in the streets. Mm-hmm. Well, since we're talking about fetishes, mm-hmm. I found a very interesting article. <laughs> I'm just going to read the article because <laughs> this is so bizarre to me. And this happened in Michigan, so it's not Florida, but yet again, another state that I lived in. So I yay for it's, that. It's your following. It really is. Mm-hmm. A 27-year-old Ann Arbor woman who teaches social media followers how to do sex acts and fetishes. So I guess that's her TikTok or whatever. Is she shows people how to do fetishes and sex acts, which good for you. Mm-hmm. Nothing against that. She had to call firefighters for help after a sex stunt went wrong. Oh, Being- firefighters <laughs> with a sex stunt. Yes. Oh, Lord. Being stuck was the sexual fetish the woman is trying to demonstrate on social media. So apparently this is a fetish that, again, (laughs) I was unaware of. Help me, I'm stuck. I mean, we did talk about like quicksand, remember? Yes, yes. So this did make me think about that, but obviously she's not in quicksand. I guess she like was squeezing herself into objects that she could get stuck in. But this time she couldn't get unstuck on her own. Firefighters responded to the report of a person stuck in a chair. In a chair. Uh Uh-oh, like a sex chair? Requests to get people unstuck are not unusual, he said, and usually involve getting a child's head out of a stair banister or something Mm -hmm. like that. But this experience was unique. (laughs) They found her stuck in a folding chair, as can be seen in her... (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) This can be seen in her TikTok video, which they attempted to cut her out of the chair using bolt cutters, eventually had to use the jaws of life to (gasps) wriggle the chair off of her. What the hell did she do? He mentioned the hydraulic cutter is the same equipment the department uses to extract people out of cars. So the woman did not suffer any (laughs) injuries. The woman, whose Twitter bio says she is from Denver, Colorado, posted a video on Wednesday explaining what led to the chair incident. My whole TikTok is basically sex work and giving sex work advice, specifically online sex work, she said in that video, and stuck is a fetish category that I'm pretty popular in and done for about nine years now. I was just working and yeah, it was my job. I was literally just working. While embarrassing, she says she realizes how funny it was and glad it gave people a laugh. It was embarrassing, but probably the best stuck video I've ever made, she said. So So then somebody who this is their fetish watches this. I mean, she's like seriously stuck where she has needs the jaws of life. This is like big cum status, right? I mean, yeah. like this is this is what you want to happen. Oh, TikTok took the video down. Come on, TikTok. Yeah. I wonder if we could find it later like on Twitter or something like that. Sure. So, we'll have to look more into this, but yeah, I thought or that maybe was... Or there's, maybe there's nudity, and that's why they took it down. I don't know. <laughs> TikTok took that shit down, though. They noped that Man, one. Man, she's just trying to do her job. That's what she said. <laughs> you know? I love it. I hope it's one of those old school lawn chairs. Well, here's a still from it. <laughs> oh, and she couldn't get out of that. So it's like a kind of like looking, folding chair, you yeah. know, your church basement folding she chair. She must have like really squeezed herself into it. And then because it's, you know, one part's like, you know, above her ass and then like couldn't get out of it. <laughs> She's, uh. 
really she's stuck. really stuck in this chair. Oh, oh here come the jaws of life. I mean, that she's good at her job. Nine years of doing this, though, man, she has to be making bank doing these fetish videos. And if you look at her in the still of this, she is clothed. She is. I want to know how much money this woman is making off. I am in the wrong career. We say it all the time. Yeah. All I have to do is wear clothes and, oh, I'm so stuck in this chair. Oh, I am stuck in this chair. <laughs> and I'm making like a hundred grand or something. You'll I mean, I don't to, know if that's what she's making. You'll but have to look at her videos. Maybe, maybe one of those things you can like branch out on, make it your own. Seize the market. Sign me up. I'm in the wrong business. This woman probably doesn't even ever have to leave her home. Oh, oh just, doesn't that sound wonderful? Yeah, just people send her money for getting stuck in a chair fully clothed. Well, hmm. I have another fetish. How do we and always wind up having... <laughs> it happens. <laughs> so there is this man named Zai Tiranrong. He is 36 years old from Hong Kong, and he married his sex doll. Oh, no. Please he don't said tell he me found- it's... One of those like realistic looking ones that's like, yes, with her mouth open. Mm-hmm. <sighs> those things creep me out. She's hot. I mean, uh, he said he found her easier to date than real women. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my I try to be like non judgmental, but this is just one of those things. I just don't understand what you're going to get out of this. Well, a sex doll man with a hard dick all the time would be easier to date than a real man too. But listen, that's not realistic. No, because you need more than just sex. Like you need somebody to like hold you back. Yeah, or have conversation hold your with. Hand. Even if you fight sometimes, which everybody does in their relationships, like there's still lots of great other experiences. Well, too, experiences, I should say. Wait. Her name is Margot. Oh, boy. She is programmed with the ability to speak simple sentences. No, this is so creepy. She has heating functions. So like her fake pussy is warm? And she has her own Instagram. Oh, what is her Instagram? (laughs) I'm looking this up right now. This is disturbing. I can find his because there's actually a video of their wedding. Oh, Oh, jeez. Here's a video of him feeding her. What, how's he going to clean that up later? She uh, can't swallow. He's sticking a whole hot dog in her mouth. He's a very hairy man. Oh, now oh. he's eating the hot dog. That's how he cleans it up. Oh, my gosh. Like a baby bird, except it's this is so not sp- chewed up. This is so gross. Let me see what this man looks like close up. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this is... Oh, no. He's like a bodybuilder type it looks like he's a shit ton of dolls well yeah i bet he does i don't think margo's gonna go for that oh my well he married margo there's a doll that he has where she's laying eggs what we've talked about this remember oh my god i need to see this closer up what is happening there is he like milking eggs out of her yes this is disgusting he has a one of the women is luna lola lays eggs Oh my gosh. Uh, 
They did a news story on him. What is that that he's, it looks like a little penis that he's milking these eggs yeah, out of. Yeah, it's very weird. Like, what is happening? He says he married her, then he broke up with her. Now he has a harem and strange characters within his harem. One of them, Lola, is a mythical character. They also say that for ethical reasons, they cannot tell why I liked the chicken. I don't, what is going on with this man? He says, I also talk about what Lola is made of. I say that I am waiting for Luna and that I want a man doll. They ask if I will do the same with him as with the others. They mean sex. I say, yes. They are shocked. (laughs) There's a video here where he's putting face masks on them. (laughs) Well, you know, you don't want to have that COVID. They're all getting them. They're all getting the face masks. I just... He has 110,000 followers. He is very hairy. He is Instagram verified. See? All the things I I think are are strange, I need to start doing. Let me tell you that I'm, in my spare time, I'm going to be going down the rabbit hole looking at... Oh, okay. So that's a chicken's body. That's a chicken's body that she has. The thing that's laying eggs. Lola has a woman's head, a chicken's body. The navel has depth and can be used as a vagina and a penis inserted into it. He identifies her as a massive chicken. Oh, this man (laughs) loves to post like almost half naked pictures of himself too. It's... Oh, yep. There's the wedding. This is... P.S. We broke up with Margot. I'm not ready to talk about the reasons for the divorce yet. Y'all, you have to see this. I'm sorry. This is just very wild out there. Interesting. So his IG is Yuri, Y-U-R-I-I underscore Tolo Chico, T-O-L-O-C-H-K-O. Go check it out. I know at 3 a.m. when I wake up one night, during the middle of the night and (laughs) I'm going to be checking this out when I can't go back to sleep because there is a lot to unearth here. Yeah, I'm not done looking at this either. Yeah. I didn't even click on his Instagram. Well, he describes himself (laughs) as pansexual, dirty, macho, savage. I mean, interesting, right? I mean, to each their own. I'm, you know, we do not discriminate here at Blonde Moments Podcast. The chicken thing is weird The chicken thing is weird. So I Um, might... I might be awful for saying that. So yeah, that uh, that is a whole interesting rabbit hole y'all can go down. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Let me know if you find anything interesting. Yeah, please do. Please let us know if this leads you down another rabbit hole <laughs> and there's something else we need to check out. Somebody else's page we need to check out. I am, I am here for it. Okay, so I'm going to switch gears here. <laughs> One of our listeners sent in wanting to remain anonymous. Uh-oh. This will be a good one then. Is a first date too soon for anal? <laughs> I think it depends, in my opinion. Or or this is a story. Or you were asking a question. No, they're asking us a question. Anonymous is asking us a question. Is a first date too soon for anal? Mel, thoughts? I think it depends on if it's something that you're really into. If like for me, not my jam. So if somebody on a first date tried to do anal with me, no, I'm done. I'm all good. But if something, if it's something that you're into, why not? I don't think there's rules to dating anymore. There is no rules to dating anymore. Here would be my suggestion, dear Anonymous, is that 
if anal is something that you are really into, like you just fucking love anal and yeah, you still like to have vag sex as well too, but like anal is just really your thing. Like, and it's something you want more than once every in a great while. I would say that you could at least talk about it on the first date because if that's something that the other person is just totally not into at all, y'all don't have much of a sexual future. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm cut. So somebody tried that with me. Yeah. Mm-mm. I mean, and wouldn't you rather just like lay it on the line and be like, like, hey, if you're not into this, that's cool. This is my thing. Because the other person can be like, I love anal. Be like, yes. And then, you know, before the end of the first date, you're getting yourself some anal. Right. Yes. <laughs> or the other person could be like, no, I really only have sex like missionary style. That's the only way I feel comfortable. And you can be like, check, please. And I'd be like, I'm picking up this tab here. <laughs> I'm on my way. I, I think that there's a lot of truth to it too, but it's going to depend on the person that you're trying to do this with. If they're super receptive, hey, like, yeah. okay, but I don't, I, don't, I don't have a judgment for you on what you choose to do on a first date. I say, you don't know until you ask, shoot your shot. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say, though, like, if you're somebody who doesn't very much love anal, but you're going to do it for this person because you think it's going to make them like you more or want a real relationship with you. I don't think those are the reasons to do it. But if this is just your thing, sure, why not? Right. At least put it out there. It's 2021. Shoot your shot. And you know what? You're not hurting anybody by letting them know what you're into. And if they're not into it too, cool, then you just don't waste your time, right? Mm -hmm. Then on to the next one, because if it's something you're super into, then they're out there. There is females out there that be loving some anal. And then there's females out there like me. They're like, every once in a while, I just got to get a little too drunk and then I'll do it. All right, moving (laughs) along here. But like that, I, like I wouldn't be the one for somebody that you know was very super into anal because I'm not. Yeah, well, you know? especially on a first date. Now, I feel like in my experience, sex on a first date doesn't make a relationship very good. Especially the older I get, I feel like I would be more opposed to having sex with somebody on a first date unless that's all I'm looking for. Is yeah, just I was gonna sex. say. Usually sex on the first date is just that, sex. You're not really looking to date them. I think if you want like a relationship with them, for me, where I'm at in my life, ooh, I've, d- I've done that before and I don't think it, it, it works out, at least in my no. case. Generally, if it's someone you want to actually date, you have interest in, you don't have sex with them on the first date. Mm-mm. But if it's somebody who you just want to get down yeah. and dirty, then have a good time. Then have a good time. I mean, shit, there's websites out there for it. I'm sure there's one that's out there that's like anal lovers. You get yourself a little, you know, messaging going on on anal lovers and have a good old time. Craigslist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some, well, no, not Craigslist. There's too many weirdos out there. I mean, I guess there are on apps as well, da- dating apps. There's, they're out there everywhere. Weirdos so. need other weirdos too, Gina. I think if I was single nowadays, though, I would prefer to use a dating app versus Craigslist. Yeah, but weirdos need weirdos. (laughs) This is true. This is very, very true. All right. I found a story which makes me sad because, you know, it's hard out there to even find one person to fall in love with you. This woman who is polyamorous 
is pregnant by one of her four lovers. And all four of them are taking on the responsibility of raising this child. I mean, to each their own. I just am like, it's hard enough to find one person. Yeah. I mean, as long as the child is, you know, being taken care of, that's all that matters. But wouldn't you want to know? Wouldn't there be an argument between the four husbands at some point in time? It'd be like, well, that's actually my kid. You know, probably. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to know? Or that's your kid. You clean its poopy diaper. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, her name is Tori Ojeda. She's 20 and lives in... Florida. Florida. I knew it. What part of Florida? Jacksonville. Panhandle. All right. She has four romantic partners in her life. Did I say she was 20? Yes. Travis is 23. Ethan is 22. Christopher is 22. And Mark is 18. I mean, you're just seizing this day. Get all these young men. Damn, girl. Uh, I mean, she's young too, but you know what I mean. She's, she's locking them up. So They must be into that fetish airtight. What? The fetish airtight. I don't know what this fetish is. <laughs> this has become a fetish episode. I guess so. What is airtight? It's the practice of filling all three orifices of a female. Oh, I should have guessed. If I would have just guessed, this is where I would have went with this. <laughs> a penis in the ass, pussy, and mouth at the same time. So... <sighs> Wait, she has four? She's yeah. still got one more hole. What does the other person do? Because she can be airtight. Air <laughs> or maybe she's got two in one of the holes. He plugs her nose. Yeah, and then she gets like really airtight. One in the mouth, like two in her pussy, one in her butt. Or, you know, two in her mouth, whatever. I'm sure that fourth dick can fit in one of the holes. One of the men's holes. So they all must be into airtight Yes, you have to be. Mm -hmm. There's no other way around this. There's no other way around it. So all five of them live together in the same house. They have admitted there are some feelings of jealousy every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Chris, though, is the actual biological dad. Oh, see, Um, they figured it out. Okay. They got pregnant because the two of them went on a vacation together, but all the men will do their job helping with once the baby arrives. Um, This isn't for me. And not for me personally either. I mean, maybe in my 20s, like she is, maybe I could have seen this happening. But now, mm. life's too tough. Yeah. You need that one that rock just solid sounds person. like a whole too much drama for me. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that every day is like, you know, puppies and rainbows. There's arguments going on. There's jealousy. Because think about think about jealousy in your early 20s versus jealousy even in your 30s. You're way, you tend to be way less jealous of a person as you mature than you were in like your early 20s. No, this sounds like way too much drama to me. Mm-mm, I'm all set on that. It does say in this article that the four men are not involved with each other and are only connected through Tori, who is currently the only person in the relationship to have multiple partners. I, I don't know like what happens in your life where you want that, especially as the man. Like the woman, yeah. okay, girl, I see you. I get you. Mm-hmm, you got I'm four just... men fawning all yeah, over you, I fighting over you. Mm-hmm. But see, again, and this is in Florida too, so I'm sorry, Florida, but what I see the next headlines for this is somebody gets hurt, jealousy leads to somebody being murdered, something like that. Like To me, this is a bad idea. It's a bad idea. And then we'll cover that true crime story in a future episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> 
Yeah, not for me personally either. Plus, I don't need, I don't feel the need to be airtight. So I will say it is kind of interesting. I feel like I never hear these stories about it being the woman is the main person. It's always the man that has multiple wives. I mean, mm-hmm. how many TV shows do you see on like TLC and all that stuff? There's so many. I saw one the other day that was like seeking sister wife, and then there was another one about polyamory. Like, it's all over the place right now, but 90% of the time, it's the man mm-hmm. having multiple wives. Mm-hmm. It's the man seeking another <laughs> wife, you know? I forgot. I wanted to tell you, I was listening to Andy Cohen. Do you know who he is? Mm-hmm. His uh, Sirius XM show, and I don't know the whole ins and outs, but his co-host on this particular part of the program is somebody that he used to date or sleep with or whatever. Their banter is quite funny, but he was talking about Keith Rainier. <laughs> And he was oh. asking his ex-boyfriend, he's like, if Keith if Keith Rainier could promise you an amazing, beautiful life just by sleeping with him, would you do it? And the guy was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and I think it's so funny because Keith Rainier grosses oh, me out that's so right. bad. He's the guy from the documentary. From Nexium. Mm-hmm. Um, about like Nexium, yeah. all that shit. Oh, what was the documentary called? Oh, yeah. And he had that ponytail playing volleyball. The vow. The vow. The vow. Yes. That, that's, that's the part that makes me the most grossed out about him is when he has the ponytail and the glasses and playing mm-hmm. volleyball. And I showed you on Saturday Night Live, Nick Jonas dressed up as him, right? Yes. Yeah. So hearing this guy, he was like so quickly like, yeah, absolutely. I would sleep with him for a better life. It made me die laughing. Oh, man. Keith Rainier, ugh. He was found guilty, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. Sex trafficking, Mm -hmm. like sexual exploitation of a child and shit like that. What a fucking pervert. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Here it says on October 27th, 2020, he was sentenced to 120 years in prison, fined $1.75 million. Good, you fucking pervert. I mean, I know I said it before, but at the beginning of that documentary, I was like, wow, they really are onto something here. Like, there's like some powerful shit that they were capable of doing. And then just, oof. And then turned out it was a cult and led by a fucking perverted sex trafficker. Branding yourself Mm -hmm. and nah. But anyway, so I ain't mad at this girl for having her four men. Especially, I mean, can you imagine having four people help you after you've had a baby? Oh, oh my, my lord. Oh, you would be able to sleep all the time, nap that, all the time. That is a turn on yeah. to me right now. <laughs> Four people. <sighs> so I know that we had talked about not talking about John Bobbitt again. <laughs> I have never made that claim. <laughs> nice try. Somehow I went down another John Bobbitt rabbit hole. It's like I can't get away from this man. Well, you're his number one fan. <laughs> you're wearing a John Bobbitt t-shirt today. Actually, I'm wearing my Blonde Moments podcast sweatshirt. You sure are. So I was like, where is he today, right? Like, what's he doing 2021? Oh, this man has wormed his way into your brain. <laughs> you're like sipping your morning coffee. 
What's John Bobbitt today? Okay, so after the incident, John and Lorena filed for divorce, which is actually not finalized until like several years later. In the years that followed, to pay for his mounting medical and legal bills, we talked about this. He joined the band called The Severed Parts, the (laughs) pornographic films. He subsequently moved to Las Vegas, where he had brief stints working as a bartender, mover, limo driver, tow truck operator, and minister at a local wedding chapel. Minister. Yeah, like marrying people in minister. Las Vegas. John Bobbitt. Yes. Frankenpenis minister. He even held various construction jobs and was part of a circus as a knife thrower for a short while. <laughs> wow. However, since injuring his neck in a car accident in 2014, he's been living off of disability like ever since. So throughout that time, though, he had several run-ins with the law. He's been convicted of striking an exotic dancer, <gasps> attempted grand larceny for a role for his role in theft at a local store, and a few charges of alleged battery and harassment against ex-girlfriends and his third wife. But now he spends most of his time. Oh, God. <laughs> Searching for a treasure left behind by a billionaire in the Rocky Mountains, also known as the Rockies, which, yes, we know that this article is... (laughs) Thanks for that Thanks for that clarification article. So then this led me down another rabbit hole. I'm like, what... What uh, what treasure is he looking for in the mountains? I'm like, is this like some... DB. Yeah, I'm like, is this some like conspiracy theory? Mm-hmm. You know, like, turns out it was a real thing. It's called Fen's Treasure. Oh. It was... Um, I-, I-, I can't even believe that this was real. And somebody just found this treasure... In 2020. Oh, man. And like, it's not your man? No, John Bobbitt wasn't the person Damn that it, found Bobbitt. it. Another person did. This 32-year-old Michigan man found it. <laughs> Another Michigan. Again, in Michigan. <laughs> so it was a bunch of gold and jewels and coins that uh, Forrest Fenn, an art dealer and author from Santa Fe, New Mexico, hid in the Rocky Mountains. It was found a decade later in 2020 in Wyoming by an anonymous treasure hunter, later revealed to be this journalist from Michigan. So this is crazy to me that he was actually looking. <laughs> I mean, are looking. we ever surprised by anybody anymore? No. no, but usually you, th- you think of these things like this treasure map, this treasure, like it's not actually really there, but it was. So he was actually, I was like, what a lunatic, because clearly he's kind of a, well, no, not kind of, he is a loser, but I was like, what a <laughs> lunatic. He's like spending his days looking for some treasure in the mountains, you know, like what a mm-hmm. fucking lunatic. I can't believe this. He's probably so mad that he didn't find it. His life story just seems so unbelievable. Well, and then I saw some other articles from him recently as well, too, where he had to have a bunch of toes amputated. Oh, yeah, Lord. like <laughs> he's <laughs> Franken toes. He is not doing so well. But I just I can't believe that this was actually true. That this was found. Like it's kind of crazy to me. Like I went down this whole rabbit hole, and I was like, wow, like somebody actually really found some treasure. <laughs> I just, it's, you know, crazy. And that it has any link to John Bobbitt is hilarious. Yeah. Well, and I went, I don't know why I went down this rabbit hole. I I have no idea. Oh, because I wanted to know where John Bobbitt is nowadays. (laughs) I'm like, you damn well know why you went down this (laughs) rabbit hole. You were trying to find what city he's living in. (laughs) 
make your own porno with him. Well, I'm pretty sure he's still in Las Vegas. You so. are obsessed with his wiener. You know how there's always those street performance yeah. performers in uh-huh. Las Vegas? Like one of these days we're going to Vegas and then there's going to be like John Bobbitt on the strip yeah. trying to make money showing his penis. You know how like when you're a kid and you could like attach and reattach your thumb? Yeah. Yeah, that's what he's going to be doing. <laughs> Jeez. Or his toes. He'll be doing it to his toes. Shit. Well, wow. and because of all of our Bobbit talk, one of our listeners, Jessica, sent me this article about, and this happened in 2021, so this is still happening, folks. A Brazilian wife cooks her husband's penis in a frying pan after killing him in self-defense and sliced it off when they argued about splitting up. Oh, he must have been raping her. It's Dayan Cristina Rodriguez, 33, was arrested by police in the Brazilian city of Sao Goncalo. Officers were called to the couple's house in the neighborhood of Santa Catarina and found the victim's lifeless, naked, and mutilated body inside. He was only identified by his first name, Andre. According to officers, his wife had cut off his penis and cooked it in soybean oil in a frying pan. That's a healthy route. (laughs) No Crisco. No Crisco. They believe the crime took place around 4 a.m. after the couple had argued about splitting up, according to the reports. Man, so it doesn't say in this article whether she ate it or not, though. Like, if she was slicing it up and cooking it up in some soybean oil, I would imagine she was planning to eat it. Just the next natural jump you make. But, I mean, of of course, it's very tragic that he was murdered. Like, you you know, that's awful. But, like, this is still a thing in 2021. Ladies be cutting off the weenie. I understand. I mean, if there's no children involved. It did say they have children. Oh, no. Two children. Eight-year-old son, a five-year-old daughter. Oh, that's Hopefully they just weren't there during the time that this happened. Because it's obviously already devastating enough that their father was killed. Right. But, like, why cut it off and slice it up and fry it up with some soybean oil like that? I just... If you're not going to eat it. Yeah. So these are the things our listeners are sending us. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same thing I would be reading and being interested in, too, so... Yeah. Well, and apparently I just can't stop talking about John Bobbitt. Did I show you the picture of what he looks like now? No. He's not looking... Is it the wallpaper on your phone? (laughs) Does it say Gina plus John? He is not looking, he's looking rough. I mean, I don't honestly ever think he was very attractive. No, he was never attractive in the first place, but he looks like a creepy pedophile now. I'm not a fan of him to begin with. And no, I'm not a fan of him at all. Oh, lies. All jokes aside. What I was going to say was I really, truly believe Lorena now as well, too, with all these other allegations from other women, like assaulting the stripper, you know, all these ex-girlfriends. Sure. Like, I totally believe he's a fucking dirtbag. And she, I I believe, was completely justified mm-hmm. in cutting his dick off. Mm-hmm. It seems like he was just a, not a good human being, especially, you know, to a woman he's in a relationship with or a I, woman in general. I did hear... Her final straw that broke her back, why she snapped, was he forced anal sex on her. I can't confirm that as being true. It was just in conversation. Someone had told me that's what they had heard, and I didn't look it up. And I think that, and I'll have to double check on this, but I think that she is doing like very, she's very well adjusted. I hope so. She never actually got remarried, but she's been with the same man for 20 years. They've just never felt the need to actually get married. And she has, she's like a domestic abuse advocate. Wonderful. And, 
it looks really well. It looks like she just really moved on and did really well from her for herself. But you know what? That's the next thing I'm going to update on. I'm going to go. I'm going to update myself on how Lorena is doing. Yeah, I want to watch that documentary. I just haven't had. Time. I do too. I haven't had time to watch it either, but I really do as well too. But I mean, just seeing how he's doing now and all these other allegations, for sure, he's a fucking dirtbag. A tongue-in-cheek question. Oh boy. Do you think she's watched the porno? Oh, for sure. You know she has laughed That's her- my handiwork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know she has laughed her ass off at that weird ice cream looking dick. You would hope now. You know, I'm sure at the beginning it was probably very traumatic, but now after all it's after like- After time has yeah. passed and she's healed. I yeah. hope so. I hope like- I hope she's okay. Mm-hmm. I, it seems like she has. It seems like she has. Like I said, I'm going to research Lorena. I'm over John Bobbitt. I've moved on. We have just proved that even in 2021, he's still a piece of shit. So mm-hmm. he has not learned. He has not grown. I'm over him. Well, I have one last listener story. Okay. It's not about Bobbitt. I'm done, ta- I'm done talking about him now. This we'll is see. it. This we'll is, see. This is we'll it. We'll see. This one is titled Jar of Flies, which I was really excited to read because I thought it was talking about Alice in Chains, which it was not. Oh. But this story is weird and funny. I like it. I'm here for it. This is from Nina. Uh, She said, five friends and I decided to rent a house downtown Milwaukee on Park Avenue, where not a lot of college people live. It was pretty much a mansion, but it was a townhouse type of place, and the landlord rented out both sides because both sides had three bathrooms and over five bedrooms. So we found two other girls to rent this house out with and all moved in right before the start of summer. We were all in our early 20s. So as you might know, this was a recipe for disaster since Summerfest was right around the corner and we had a great location for hosting before and after parties at our house. I can't imagine living anywhere near Summerfest in my 20s. I I was already there every day. I couldn't imagine living that close. I mean, it'd probably be pretty fun. Wild times. Good times. In Milwaukee or in Wisconsin, there is a law that you cannot live with more than three people unless you are related if they were all females because then it would be called a brothel. Did you know this? I did not know this. I have never heard of that before. Just seems like a antiquated law, doesn't it? Yeah. We did not know this, nor did the landlord say much about it. He always just said to try and keep quiet. Some of us should park our cars a little bit further away so that it doesn't look like there's so many cars there because there was a family who decided to move in next door with a child. So we did the best we could. We had a lot of parties and we were very loud. (laughs) We eventually got kicked out because neighbors probably called somebody to let them know that we're running a whorehouse since there was seven of us living there and we had to leave. However, right as we were moving in, we noticed a ton of huge black flies in the kitchen. So we moved the stove, the fridge, everything out and deep cleaned everything. But the flies kept coming back, which usually means there's something dead. Also, within the first few weeks in the shower upstairs, we got these little black worms that were forming or hatching in our shower in the tiles. Ew. Ew. Looking back at the places that I've lived in, what I've done is truly disgusting. Yeah, that I would have I would have noped out of there. Well, maybe. I don't know. It's nice, close to Summerfest. Mm, yeah. Eh, maybe. Well, especially because you're like, why is this happening? Like, you're young. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, we searched everywhere for something else that these flies could be attracted to, and way in the back of this wooden cabinet that was built into the wall, we find these jars, and it looked like weird things were floating in there. So we took them out, and we had to go to our landlord's house to pay our security deposit and rent, and we brought these two jars with us and asked him what they were, and he told us they were his old pet horse's balls. (gasps) Oh my god. Yes. We all laughed and he didn't and said he was keeping them so he could show his daughter's boyfriends what would happen to them if they were to hurt his daughters. <laughs> After that, we knew this place was sketchy and so is he. So when we had to move out and find a new brothel to live in, it wasn't such a sad day. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's so disgusting. It's so gross, first of all. Like you're keeping, I mean, like... I guess. A jar of old horses' balls. Yeah. Because I'm assuming he's going to pretend they're male male balls balls that he had to cut off because they were messing with his daughter. But aren't horse balls a lot bigger than male balls? Maybe they were equivalent to his balls. Oh, my God. There's big balls out there, Gina. Yeah, that landlord has more than that in jars somewhere, I'm going to be willing to bet. <laughs> yeah, that was just the, the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. That's what you were able to That's find. That's what you were able to find, yeah. That is hilarious, though. <laughs> but I love that she was like, we found a new brothel. <laughs> what a weird law. I didn't know that existed. That's a lot of girls in one house. I that can't imagine the fights that happen. A lot of estrogen. Uh-huh. Okay, so next week's episode, we will... Get back to our true crime. true crime. We just wanted to have a little fun today. That's all. If you have any true crime stories you want us to cover, send them into our email at blondemomentspodcast at gmail.com. Or you can slide in our DMs. Mm -hmm. And then the week after that, we will be doing Amazon reviews or reviews. Reviews. Any reviews. Yelp, Amazon, Google, any reviews that you found that are funny. And y'all have already sent some in that have been awesome. So thank you for that. Keep sending them in. And I will end with our blonde joke. A blonde came up to the librarian and yelled, This book sucks. There's way too many characters and the story makes no sense. The librarian said, So, you're the one who took our phone book. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs>